1: Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome
0: back. It is Friday, which means Coach's Corner, and uh, I'm doubly excited about (laughs) this one. Just saw them the other night as they got ready to take on the Junior Mustangs, the head Blue Jay over off of Western, Coach Josh Ludke. Buddy, good morning. How are you?
1: Hey Damon, good morning. Good. Uh, uh, it's a it's a good Friday, so uh, happy happy to be up and moving upright, and uh, hopefully have a good day. Hey, tough tough schedule.
0: Kind of out of the gates. A little bit of of a different team for you. Uh, you've you played Miller North, you played Gretna, you saw East, you actually played Gretna twice. Uh you open on the road at Kearney, right? Do you like the way that the schedule has you played Bellevue West? Do you like the way that the schedule has kind of broken out for you to figure some things out early, or would you have liked to have eased into it a little bit more?
1: Um, you know, I, I I I like the way it was set up. Um I mean, we don't get the luxury of putting the schedule together however we want it. Um, but, I mean, obviously, opening up in Carney, playing North Star, playing Lincoln, playing Lincoln Pius, to beat Lincoln Southwest twice now. Yeah. Um, playing Lincoln, you know, East, I think I said that. But then, you know, you go to the metros and. I mean, we probably – most people probably didn't think we were going to get more than two games, but to play Gretna North, Bell West, play Gretna Miller North already twice. We got Bell West coming up, Lincoln Southeast. We West got side. Central, um, and we got that uh, other school over there on 84 <laughs> coming over here too. Okay. West side, yeah, that's it. Um, and then you got to play Rockhurst. I mean, it's just – no easy games like I mean, it every game is a, a challenge I mean I'm sitting here looking our last game of the year and I don't look too far ahead our last game of the year is at Millard South now tell me that's a tough game and you know that especially yeah, they grind if they you. get their guys back healthy yep. playing at Millard South against Millard South that's no easy task and, and that's just the way the Metro is now there are probably some games you look at and you're like boom check that's a game we win but For the most part, if if you're not one of the upper echelon teams, every game is going to be a journey.
0: Coach, you've played a ton of close games this year, both been on the winning and losing side of that. How does that prepare you kind of for this final stretch and then getting in to February when you get into districts? And, And do you feel like that kind of puts a strain on you at all mentally or do you like the way it prepares you?
1: I mean, I'd, I'd rather play close games and tough games every day than, than you know, have a 30-point blowout. And then after the game, you know, your coaches get together and you say, God, did you really get better today? Um, so, I mean, I, I would rather play the close games than try to learn how to win those close games. Um, you know, I, wish we were, I thought we had a chance to, to finish out the game on Tuesday, um, and we just didn't do that. Now, part of that is give credit to Miller North. They made some the big shots. They, they they took away some of our top scores in overtime and made some other guys try to make some buckets. But, you know, that was a game that, you know, when you look back and you look at how how we played and, and how we missed some opportunities, and not just that game. I mean, I, I always talk with my team, like, we had a chance to, to beat North Star, and, yeah. and if mm-hmm. we make a play or two, we probably win that game. And, and same with Lincoln East and same with the first Gretna game, I mean, for a while in the first Gretna game, it was 45-40. We got seven stops in a row, and we couldn't throw the ball in the ocean. And, Mm. you know, you get one or two scores, that changes the game. And I feel like we've been in every game, and and this is, you know, I I just, I feel like this year, this team can, can really, we can beat a lot of teams, but if we don't come ready to play, we can also lose to a lot of teams. And, our, our, we've told our guys this, our margin of error in winning and losing is razor thin this year at Creighton Prep. We've had some teams in the past that you can make some mistakes and overcome them. We can't make mistakes with this group and overcome them like we have in the past. We've got to be on our A game and we've got to be disciplined and we got to play team basketball. And if we do that, we got a chance. But if, we, if we're not disciplined and, and we play some selfish basketball at times, um, that that margin of victory is, is razor thin for us, and that could cost us.
0: Yeah, I was talking with a uh, one of, a, of my colleagues in the media, and he's done this for a long time, uh, a long time. And I said, we were out in the hallway uh, Tuesday night, and I said, I feel like I've said this once the last three years, but I think this time, <laughs> this time, Coach Lule- Lukey, I think it's 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 factual. We both felt like, at least up to this point, this has to be your best coaching job. Because what we decided at the end of singing your praises was, you're a guy that likes to kind of edgy, very competitive. It's kind of your team and Omaha Creighton Prep against the world. But this year, you're like giving the keys to an already dangerous coaching mentality, right? Because you are a little overlooked because this isn't a vintage prep team did that recharge you or is this just business as usual given your temperament
1: uh i mean it's just business as usual i mean i i try to be low-key but as you know i mean <laughs> i don't know too many dudes that are as competitive as i am and um i mean i i know that comes off like i'm a lunatic sometimes or maybe crazy but um I just don't like to lose, and I can tolerate, and I tell my team all the all the time that I can tolerate losing if we play well and we compete and we work hard. Um, I cannot tolerate losing with lack of effort um, and and bad decisions, and um I knew going into this year that this was going to be we needed to really coach this group up, and we've got great kids, I really like these guys we We don't have that that guy that everybody says man, he can he can take over a game and he can make shots. Uh, we have guys who think they can do that, um, and that's a good mindset <laughs> to have. But at the end of the day, like we have to be really smart, and we have to be careful about not trying to do anything out of uh, character for us. And we always tell our guys this, do what you do well, and, and don't try to make the superstar plays. And, and, and when we've done that, we've been really tough to beat. When we haven't, we, we've opened that door to be beat because we, we've taken some really bad shots. And, you know, I, I was mad the other night after the game on Tuesday. I mean, you can't be 8, eight of 15 from the free throw line, yep, yep. and you can't be 15 or 29 from in the paint. Like I told Stu the other night, we don't take a lot of mid-range jumpers to where they're they're, you know, between the paint and the three-point line. It, we we missed 13 or 14 shots point blank range because either one Miller North did a great job of contesting or we just weren't focused enough of putting the ball in the hoop and 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 that's been you know a a problem in practice i mean we started practice yesterday in a in an uncontested layup drill and we missed four l- uncontested layups like that's the story of our season right now when we put the ball in the hoop and i know this is easy but like like when you score, things are good. But when you miss layups, you, you're not giving yourself a chance to win against good teams. And there's there's some really good teams. I mean, I'm thankful I'm not in Lincoln playing. Lincoln oh, how I about yeah? How about that way. gauntlet? They just eat each other up. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm kind of loving life a little bit because <laughs> I'm sitting here and I know we've got some tough games. But I'm like, man, like we we might be able to, to sneak out and host the district, and that's our goal: host the district. But also. You know we might also you know if we have to go on the road for the first time in eight years for a district like <laughs> let's let's try to get into a district that's winnable let's not let's not find ourselves going to seed one and have to win against the top seed and probably most likely undefeated team in the state to try to go to state because you know you know how that goes I mean you might be able to knock them off once out of ten times, but with that team i mean we, we I, they might they might win a hundred games in a row
0: yeah we're talking with uh, the head junior J. josh Ludke, one of the handful of coaches there's three to win multiple state championships since 2010 that list is short the other is one of the schools that he's talking about uh, at bellevue west but let's go to the other that has two it's his <laughs> son who you have coming up on the schedule in central and coach chubbick jr with senior on staff before we let you go here Coach, in the last couple minutes, what concerns you about Omaha Central? is uh, This is a nice little rivalry as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the, any time you're playing a, a Chubbick coach team, you know they're disciplined and you know they're well-coached. And they, they've got some guys that they've gotten better from day one. And and you look, and they've played some of these teams very close. And, and you know, they were close to North. They were close to beating Brian in the Metro Holiday. Um, They're just played Lincoln High tough. team, and that concerns me because I know how we can be locked in at times, but I also know how we can be semi unfocused at times. We cannot be unfocused tonight if we're going to try and get a W against Omaha Central.
0: Coach, uh, let me sneak in real, one more real quick because he, uh, he's drawing the, the attention of a lot of folks now. We know about Rishul. He can shoot it. P.J. can get downhill. But how about Dylan Clawson's emergence um, as kind of a post-presence and can be a little stretchy at times too?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we 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 knew this summer that Dylan was going to be one of our top players. We really feel like he has kind of the inside-outside game that we've been lucky to have with our – kind of our four or five guy. Um, I think he's shooting over 40% from three, and he's around 68% from two. Um, He he reminds me, probably not as athletic as a call-a-rope or A.J. Rollins, but those guys were very efficient, and and they were guys that would score 15 to 20 points on six shots, seven shots, get to the free throw line a couple times, um, they don't need 25 shots to score 20 points. So I've been really happy with Dylan. Um, you know, I talked to the team after we lost to Miller North and one of those things that I told them like that dude needed to touch the ball in overtime. And I thought he, I think he only touched it once. And when you have a guy who's seven for eight from the field, you got to get him the ball. And he was doing a very nice job of sealing in the post and being creative around the rim. Um, that that he needs to touch the ball. And, you know, they always say if you have an inside game, it's going to really open up the outside game. And I think our guards have to trust that if Dylan can create his shots and score inside, it's going to open up the perimeter for not just P.J. and Joey, but for our other guards who can really shoot it. And um, they just got to trust the process and trust each other. And, you know, usually by now we're already at that process of we trust everybody. But I think we're still trying to get everybody to trust one another that, hey, if I throw the ball to the right wing, Mm. I might go left, but I'm eventually going to get the ball back. I have to trust that that's going to happen. And sometimes I don't think we trust each other. One of the
0: best in the business, and he's a buddy. (laughs) Coach, best wishes, man. Appreciate your time. Best wishes.
1: All right, thank you. I'm going to go back, take a nap, maybe get in a <laughs> run with love for the game. Or I think it's a miracle type day. I think we'll watch Miracle today. <laughs> oh, man, all love. That is
0: Coach Lukey. Back after this, hour number two on Coffee and Cream.